Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bottled Up Podcast, and you may be noticing, Jeff, this is posted on Sunday, what the heck are you thinking? Well, we wanted to cover the NASCAR road course racing that we had this weekend that was originally going to be over at Watkins Glen, a track very near and dear to my heart. I love Watkins Glen dearly, however, it wasn't able to host a race this year so far, I don't think it's going to be hosting a race for the rest of the year, as I understand it, which is quite unfortunate. It's one of my favorite tracks to watch. Uh, I absolutely love it. But if you, in case you didn't know, they raced out the Daytona Road Course for actually the first time ever, and it was an all-top three series. The Xfinity cars went out there first, and then the trucks, and followed finally by the Cup. The Cup got the final slot here. They got to watch the other two races, the Xfinity race. Man, it sure uh, taught everyone a lot, that is for sure. It was crazy, crazy to watch, and I don't usually recommend that people go back and watch full races, but, man, you should go back and watch that race because it was a fantastic one. A lot of cars driving hard, a lot of really good racing. Uh, They were seven wide into turn one at one point. They all missed turn one at one point, which I think uh, everyone sort of expected there, but... For that race, the Xfinity Series race, from the from the top, Austin Sendrick did win it. Brandon Jones with a great run, breaking some bad luck that he had. Finished second, Noah Gragson third, A.J. Allmendinger in fourth, and he actually got into it with uh, with Justin Allgaier afterwards and said, hey, I made a mistake, and Allgaier was not too pleased. So, you know, a little bit of drama there. We'll see if that carries over to any of the other races A.J. does end up running. How about Andy Lally, though, finishing in fifth in the 0-2 car a really really fantastic run there so he comes home with his first top five ever for that team jeremy clements another fantastic run for him comes home sixth riley herb seventh harrison burton eighth all ninth Mike snyder rounds out the top 10 then you had guys like ryan sieg josh Walicki, tommy joe martins with a great run breaking some bad luck that he had in 13th bailey curry in 14th michael annette 15th jade buford 16th kyle weatherman 17th a great run for that team the 47 team and I believe that was one of the Mike Harmon racing machines, and I believe that car was stolen. Mike Harmon's car and hauler and truck were all stolen in Georgia. So I haven't seen anything saying they found it yet. And, uh, yeah, hopefully they can find it. Best of luck to them. If you do see that uh, trailer, which has been shown all over social media, if you see it, obviously report it because it is stolen, it's missing, and they need to find it and get all that equipment back. That's uh, quite a lot of money. That's being hauled around by somebody else. I believe there have been other incidents of haulers getting stolen. I want to say it was Travis Cavapel and BK Racing about 10 years ago got stolen out of a hotel parking lot, if I remember correctly. Anyways, though, Jesse Little came home 18th, Scott Heckert in 19th, BJ McLeod in 20th, a good run for him, Stephen Light in 21st, Matt Mills, Cody Vanderwall, Josh Williams, Mike Wallace, Joe Graff Jr., Alex LeBay. Brandon Godovic was the first car out. He had an accident. He was involved in an accident. Chase Briscoe involved in an accident as well. Bobby Raves was running at the end, but just uh, way far down, finished 30th. Preston Partis, 31st. Jeffrey Earnhardt, 32nd. And 33rd, Earl Bamber, the 21 car, was having a fantastic run up towards the front, but that was involved in a wreck. Brandon Brown had uh, an axle brake. Harold Crooms lost his brakes, which uh, you can imagine you kind of need those at a road course, especially like Daytona. Ross Chastain, 36th, Daniel Hemrick, 37th, and Justin Haley finished in the 38th, rounding out the field with a suspension issue. Then you go over, you take a look at the trucks. That was a really fantastic race. Matt Crafton was doing well, and then he ended up sort of going through the grass, and 
There you go. That race ended up with Sheldon Creed winning it, Brett Moffitt in second. Sheldon Creed had a really great post-race interview. If you didn't get a chance to watch it, definitely go over and take a look at it. Then Rafael Lassard with a great run comes home third. Matt Crafton fourth, Austin Hill fifth. Tyler Rankum, Grand Anfinger, Parker Parker Kligerman with a great run there, finishes eighth. Scott Legas Jr. in ninth. And Stuart Friesen round out the top ten. Some other notable names further down the list, though. You had Johnny Sauter finish 21st. And that was a little further back than he was sort of hoping. Let's see, uh, Derek Krause as well had a lot of issues with his batteries. Ty Majeski was involved in a wreck towards the end and was taken over to a local hospital for inspection afterwards, but he was having issues with the car over, truck overheating. Todd Gilliland, more electrical issues. It seems like brakes and alternators and batteries, or I'm sorry, not brakes, batteries and alternators breaking were a major, major issue there all weekend. And that was pretty much it. Roger Reyes rounded out the field. He lost his clutch, and you kind of need that in order to turn some laps. So he actually don't think he completed any laps whatsoever. Yeah, Bobby Kennedy, though, finished 15 laps and lost the ignition out of it. So he uh, ended up finishing 37th. Then over on the cup side, if you didn't get to see the ending, man, shame on you because Chase Elliott comes home the winner. He had a really, really great run going, so he won it. Denny Hamlin was right behind him in second. Martin Truex Jr. third. Jimmy Johnson with a great run in fourth. How about Chris Buescher, though, in fifth? Clint Boyer, Kaz Grala subbing in for the COVID-19-stricken Austin Dillon, hoping to hear he gets better soon. Kaz Grala, though, finishes in seventh. William Byron eighth. Joey Logano ninth. And Michael McDowell rounded out the top ten with a great run of his own. Looking down the list, Matt Benedetto in 15th had a great run there. Then you had Ty Dillon up there in 20th, right about where he's he's shooting. He had Christopher Bell in 21st. Cole Custer, Ryan Priest were a little bit further back than usual, although Ryan Priest has been finishing uh I think he averages probably somewhere in the 20s with his average finish, but he got involved in quite a few wrecks and just could not catch a break for the life of him. Daniel Suarez in 27th. Ryan Blaney in 31st. Corey LaJoy, 32nd. A lot of cars uh, didn't really make it to the end, though. But they made it a far way into the race. The least amount of laps completed was Brendan Gaughan before he lost the transmission. Stanton Barrett, Kyle Busch was just marred by trouble all day. And he came out of that 37th, so another rough day for him. All in all, though, I think everyone really enjoyed the road course racing. It was awesome to see those cars sort of out of their element. Chase Elliott was having the race of his lifetime, it seemed. He had a 10-second lead at one point, then they ended up with a green-white checkered towards the end. All in all, great racing, and I think a lot of people are really excited to see more road course racing. And I, frankly, am really excited about that. Because the road course racing is what it's all about. It gives drivers a chance to show off their skills, gets them out of their element, and puts the crew chief to the test to set the car up so that the driver can get out there and get the job done. Coming up next weekend, though, is one of the most exciting tracks on the schedule. It's Dover. Everyone loves it, I think. A lot of drivers had a lot have a lot of fun there. And I think one driver that you can expect to see break out is Jimmy Johnson. I think he's going to finally reclaim his throne as the king of Dover International Speedway and going to tame Miles the Monster one last time here in his career. Really hope that goes well for him. But some other news over on the other side of the motorsports world. You take a look at IndyCar. The qualifying was held today, Sunday. And, man, Marco Andretti back on the pole for the Indianapolis 500. They had such a strong tailwind, though, behind those cars. It ended up being about 240 miles an hour into turn one. Absolutely insane speeds for those cars. But 
You can only find out more by watching. That's coming up this Sunday, August 23rd, is the Indy 500. You also got Dover, so it's going to be a great, great weekend of motorsports that you can watch from the couch because I'm not sure if Dover's letting fans in, but I know Indianapolis is not. So you can watch from home there and watch all those races and keep up to date. You can also make sure to tune in here on the Bottled Up Podcast. And if you're over there on iRacing, you can make sure to check out www.maconeysetupshop.com. I think next week we're going to have a couple uh, – New a new face on or maybe an old face making a return to the show here coming on and visiting with us. So be sure to tune in. You can find us on social media over at Bottled Up Radio. But everyone, I it's been a lot of fun here these past couple years. I'm still really enjoying it, still keeping strong. I know we put up a couple episodes that were just recaps of old stuff these past few weeks, but we've got some big plans coming here for the Bottled Up Podcast. So be sure to stay on board, stay tuned, and I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode of Bottled Up.